0: In the morning prayer. Please join me in the first verse of hymn 366. 366. All things bright and beautiful. the year is found beginning on page one of the Book of Common Prayer. To the Lord our God for long mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws which he set before us. Dearly beloved brethren, the scripture moveth us in sundry places to acknowledge and confess our manifold sins and wickedness, and that we should not dissemble nor cloak them before the face of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, but confess them with an humble, lowly, penitent, and obedient heart, to the end that we may obtain forgiveness of the same by His infinite goodness and mercy. And although we ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before God, it ought we most chiefly so to do when we assemble and meet together to render thanks for the great benefits that we have received at his hands, to set forth his most worthy praise, to hear his most holy word, and to ask those things which are requisite and necessary as well for the body as the soul. Wherefore I pray and beseech you, as many as are here present, to accompany me with a pure heart and humble voice under the throne of the heavenly grace, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent. According to thy promises declare unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant a most merciful Father for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly Amen. Oh Lord, I- great Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do work in their own. The Psalter appointed for the morning prayer of the eighteenth day begins with Psalm 90, found on page 481 of the Book of Common Prayer. We'll say the Psalms in unison. Lord, thou hast been our refuge from one generation to another. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever the earth and the world were made, thou art God from everlasting and world without end. Thou turnest man to destruction. Again thou sayest, Come again, ye children of men. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday, seeing it is past as a watch in the night. As soon as thou scatterest them, they are even as asleep, and fade away suddenly like the grass. In the morning it is green and groweth up, but in the evening it is cut down, dried up, and withered. For we consume away in thy displeasure, and are afraid at thy wrathful indignation. Thou hast set our misdeeds before thee, and our secret sins in the light of thy countenance. For when thou art angry, all our days are gone. We bring our years to an end, as it were a tale that is told. The days of our age are threescore years and ten, and though men be so strong that they come to fourscore years, yet is their strength then but labor and sorrow, So soon passeth it away, and we are gone. But who regardeth the power of thy wrath? For even thereafter, as a man feareth, so is thy displeasure. So teach us to number our days, that we may apply our hearts unto wisdom. Turn thee again, O Lord, at the last, and be gracious unto thy servants. O satisfy us with thy mercy, and that soon, so shall we rejoice and be glad all the days of our life. Comfort us again, now after the time that thou hast plagued us, and for the years wherein we have suffered adversity. Show thy servants thy work, and their children thy glory and the glorious majesty of the Lord our God be upon us. Prosper thou the work of our hands upon us. O prosper thou our handiwork. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Whoso dwelleth under the defense of the Most High, shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say unto the Lord, Thou art my hope and my stronghold. My God in him will I trust. For he shall deliver thee from the snare of the hunter and from the noisome pestilence. He shall defend thee under his wings and thou shalt be safe under his feathers. His faithfulness and truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for any terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the sickness that destroyeth in the noonday. A thousand shall fall beside thee, and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee. Yea, with thine eyes shalt thou behold, and see the reward of the ungodly. For thou, Lord, art my hope. Thou hast set thine house of defense very high. There shall no evil happen unto thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, To keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee in their hands. that thou hurt not thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt go upon the lion and adder. The young lion and the dragon shalt thou tread under thy feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him up because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will hear him. Yea, I am with him in trouble. I will deliver him and bring him to honor. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest, to tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season, upon an instrument of ten strings, and upon the lute, upon a loud instrument, and upon the harp. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy works, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. O Lord, how glorious are thy works, thy thoughts are very deep. An unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it. When the ungodly are green as the grass, and when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art the Most Highest forevermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But mine horn shall be exalted like the horn of an unicorn, for I am anointed with fresh oil. Mine eye also shall see his lust on mine enemies, and mine ear shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Such as are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God. They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age, and shall be fat and well-pleasing, that they may show how true the Lord my strength is, and that there is no unrighteousness in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begin at the 18th chapter of the second book of the Kings. Now it came to pass in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, that Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. Twenty and five years old was he when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty and nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name also was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah, And he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, according to all that David his father did. He removed the high places and broke the images and cut down the groves and break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it, and he called it Nahushton. He trusted in the Lord God of Israel, so that after him was none like him among all the kings of Judah, nor any that were before him. For he clave to the Lord, and departed not from following him, but kept his commandments, which the Lord commanded Moses. And the Lord was with him, and he prospered whithersoever he went forth. And he rebelled against the king of Assyria, and served him not. He smote the Philistines even unto Gaza, and the borders thereof, from the tower of the watchmen to the fenced city. And it came to pass in the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, that Shalmaneser king of Assyria, came up against Samaria and besieged it. And at the end of three years, they took it. Even in the sixth year of Hezekiah, that is the ninth year of Hoshea, king of Israel, Samaria was taken, and the king of Assyria did carry away Israel unto Assyria and put them in Hala and Haber by the river of Gozan in the cities of the Medes, because they obeyed not the voice of the Lord their God, but transgressed the covenant, and all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded, and will not hear them, nor do them. Now in the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, did Sennacherib, king of Assyria, come up against all the fenced cities of Judah, and took them. And Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent to the king of Assyria, to Lachish, saying, I have offended, return for me that which thou puttest on me will I bear. And the king of Assyria appointed unto Hezekiah king of Judah three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. And Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in the house of the Lord and in the treasures of the king's house. At that time did Hezekiah cut off the gold from the doors of the temple of the Lord and from the pillars which Hezekiah king of Judah had overlaid, and gave it to the king of Assyria. And the king of Assyria sent Tartan and Rabsaris and Rapshaka from Lachish to king Hezekiah with a great host against Jerusalem. And they went up and came to Jerusalem. And when they were come up, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the highway of the fullest field. And when they had called to the king, There came out to them Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, which was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joab the son of Asaph, the recorder. And Rabshakeh said unto them, Speak ye now to Hezekiah. Thus saith the great king, the king of Assyria, What confidence is this wherein thou trustest? Thou sayest, but they are but vain words. I have counsel and strength for the war. Now on whom dost thou trust, that thou rebellest against me? Now behold, thou trustest upon the staff of this bruised reed, even upon Egypt, on which if a man lean, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt unto all that trust on him. But if ye say unto me, We trust in the Lord our God, is not that he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah hath taken away, and hath said to Judah and Jerusalem, Ye shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem. Now therefore, I pray thee, give pledges to my lord the king of Assyria, and I will deliver thee two thousand horses, and thou be able on thy part to set riders upon them. How then wilt thou turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants, and put thy trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen? Am I now come up without the Lord against this place to destroy it? The Lord said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then said Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, and Shebna and Joah, under Rabshakeh, Speak, I pray thee, to thy servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it, and talk not with us in the Jews' language in the ears of the people that are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said unto them, Hath my master sent me to thy master, and to thee to speak these words? Hath he not sent me to the men which sit on the wall, that they may eat their own dung, and drink their own piss with you? Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language, and spake, saying, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. Thus saith the king, Let not Hezekiah deceive you for he shall not be able to deliver you out of his hand. Neither let Hezekiah make you trust in the Lord, saying, The Lord will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Hearken not to Hezekiah, for thus saith the king of Assyria, Make an agreement with me by a present, and come up to me, and then eat ye every man of his own vine, and every one of his fig tree, and drink ye every one of the waters of his cistern, until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of corn and wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of oil, olive, and honey, that ye may live and not die. And hearken not unto Hezekiah, when he persuaded you, saying, The Lord will deliver us. Have any of the gods of the nations delivered at all his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the, are the gods of Hamath and of Arpah? Where are the gods of the Sepharvaim, Heda, and Iba? Have they delivered Samaria out of mine hands? Who are they among all the gods of the countries that have delivered their country out of mine hand, that the Lord should deliver Jerusalem out of mine hand? But the people held their peace and answered him not a word, for the king's commandment was saying, Answer him not. Then came Eliakim and the son of Hilkiah, which was over the household, and Shebron the scribe, and Joab the son of Asaph the recorder, to Hezekiah with their clothes rent, and told him the words of Rabshakeh. They read it, the first lesson. The Tudem on page six. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord for the earth of worship thee, the Father everlasting To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the there therein to thee cherubim and seraphim continue on thee to cry. of the prophets, praise Thee, the noble army of martyrs, praise Thee, the holy church throughout all the world. The everlasting Son of the Father, who, when thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst not uphold the Virgin's womb. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of out, God. Govern them, and lift them up forever. Day by day, we magnify thee, and we worship thy name. mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy lighten upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. of the gospel according to St. Matthew. The Pharisees also with the Sadducees came, and, tempting, desired him that he would show them a sign from heaven. He answered and said unto them, When it is evening, ye say, It will be fair weather, for the sky is red, and in the morning it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky. But can he not discern the signs of the times? A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given unto it but the sign of the prophet Jonas. And he left them and departed. And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves, because ye have brought no bread? Do ye not yet remember or understand the five loaves of the five thousand, and how many baskets ye took up? Neither the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many baskets ye took up. How is it that ye do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that ye should beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the leaven of the bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees. When Jesus came into the coasts of Caesar I, Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, whom do men say that I the Son of Man am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elias, and others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon by jonah Then charged he his disciples that they should tell no man that he was Jesus the Christ. And from that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. Then Peter took him and began to rebuke him, saying, Be it far from thee, Lord this shall not be unto thee. But he turned and said unto Peter, Get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of men. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here, which shall not taste of death, till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. They rendered the second lesson. The Benedictus. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies, and from the hand of all that is On the oath which He swore to our forefather Abraham, that He would give us, that we being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve Him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before Him. the be called the prophet of the highest. For thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins through the tender mercy of our God. Whereby the day To them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father and to the hear us when we call upon Thee, into Thy ministers with righteousness. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our arts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found, through Jesus Christ our Lord. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom. Defend us, thy humble servants, and all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the poverty adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that of our doings may be ordered by thy governance to do always what is righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Almighty God, who sittest on the throne judging right, we humbly beseech thee to bless the courts of justice and the magistrates throughout this whole land, and to give unto them the spirit of wisdom and understanding, that they may discern the truth, and that they may impartially administer the law in the fear of thee alone. Through him who shall come to be our judge, my Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost, be with us all evermore. Please join me in the third verse of hymn 366. A cold wind.